Welcome everybody, this is Get The KO, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, and as always, I've got the lovable, the funnable, the one that you can rely on to be everywhere, Julie Jubaka. What's up? So guys, we are here, we are going to preview UFC 236, um, this is a huge, huge fight card, top to bottom, filled mm-hmm. with incredible names. Filled with incredible punching power. Filled with incredible submissions. Guys, if there's a fight card that I'm going to tell you that you need to watch, it's going to be this one and then the one July 6th. These are going to be massive, massive cards. But let's get into this first card. This is what I really want to talk about. Julie, actually, I just want to get your opinion first. What do you think of this fight card so far without trying to give away too many details? Oh, without even talking about who's on there, I'm just gonna say I'm really, um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited <laughs> because you gotta look at it this way. For me, as a fan of fight and fight related things, this weekend coming up is WrestleMania, and then the weekend after is this fight card. So I'm still gonna, I'm not going to be like after that WrestleMania kind of like, oh. Nothing's fucking going on. I'm going to be hyping shit. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be a good card. Speaking of all like the craziness, let's like dive into this on a side note really quick. Um, Starting yeah. on Monday, April 1st, right? We have wrestling going through the whole week, right? We talked about this a little bit on Frankensteiner. Um, you guys will be hearing that episode here soon. Um, but just going to give a recap, right? Raw, SmackDown, uh, 205 Live, NXT, NXT UK, NXT TakeOver, uh, the Supercard G1, uh, G1 Supercard with Ring of Honor and New Japan Wrestling, WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live, uh, NXT, and NXT UK, and then we get UFC 236, oh my god, this is like, I know, (laughs) I'm actually kind of happy that for Frankensteiner, we're going to break our shit up a little bit, so we're not totally losing our mind, and record, uh, and bring everybody a show uh, uh, after the go-home shows uh, for wrestling, that's going to be a nice treat for everybody, for two things, one, they're getting a bonus episode, because we're previewing WrestleMania, also, I don't think our brains are going to shut up by how much shit we're watching because, my God, there's so much going on. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, that's why I'm like, I'm going to need, like, coffee, energy drink, you know, all that shit, whatever, like, the caffeine water, all of it. There's a lot going on. I was telling my wife, I was like, you understand that from Monday till next Thursday... I'm watching wrestling every night. And then on Saturday, the following Thursday, that following Saturday, UFC 236 come on. So I'm literally digesting all of this media coming in just based on wrestling and MMA. And I couldn't be any more happier. <laughs> right. And then we're going to record podcasts over it and talk, recap these things. I mean, I'm just excited. But speaking of getting excited, let's go ahead and jump into this card. Right. Early prelims, man. We got to talk about We got Brandon Davis versus Randy Costa. Uh, Costa. Uh, I think this fight is going to be incredible. I think if I remember right, reading everything, Brandon Davis had the advantage in this fight. He kind of has like height, does have like a little bit of a longer reach. Uh, but he's got great right. technique. 
Um, and of course, you know, you you have when you're in the UFC, you have to have great technique anyway. So big big up for uh, Costa. Um, we're not predicting winners. We just kind of want to, I don't kind of talk about it a little bit. How are you feeling so far with this fight? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't really know enough about Randy, so because I mean, I I don't recall this name. Period. So I don't know if I've ever seen a fight. Is this his debut fight, or has he been? Has he fought before in UFC? Because I'm not catching this name. So I don't know why. For some reason, I can't remember who he is. No. So Brandon has Randy fought several fights. He's fought several fights on the fight. I know he's got four fights under him. One is one was no. This this is because his fight history is Cage Titans, Cage Titans, Cage Titans, Cage Titans. I think this is his first UFC fight. That's why they don't have a picture for him. So I'd like to see what he does. I'd like to see that. I'm always interested in people I never seen before. So well, and then he is fighting Brandon does. Davis, and Brandon Davis has had. Five fights in the UFC, including uh, Dana White's uh, Tuesday Night Contender Series. Yep. Um, but with that being said, Brandon has lost three or four. So, you know, right. Randy is on a kind of a hot streak. So I definitely I'm very interested right. to see how he does in the fight. So I don't know. Let's right. And like, right. And like Davis's last fight, though, he was going against the beat. And well, I mean, the beat, the beat win. Like I just always expect the beat to just go through anybody anymore. So right. Good job, though. I, I'm excited to see what uh, what Randy has to bring to this, especially going against Brandon. So, so we do have um, on the next fight up. It's going to be uh, Laura Mueller versus uh, was it uh, Paulina uh, Botello, um, and. I think this is Lauren's debut fight as well. So we have a few fighters that are going to be debuting in the UFC card. Uh, Lauren is one of those people. Uh, Botello, however, she's had three fights in the UFC. Oh, uh, Pearl Gonzalez. Yeah, didn't she just lose against uh, Cynthia Cavillo? Yeah, she not lost that long ago. Cavillo. Yep, yep, yep. She sure did. Rear naked choke. Um, this would have been back in November. This would have been a Magby, uh, Magby fight. That we talked about. Yeah. Actually, fun fact: we had um, we had Starks. We had we had Ghost on, and Ghost was talking about how it was kind of devastating because he is actually really good friends with Neil Magby. Um, and he was trying to figure out what happened in the game plan, trying to get us some more information. We gotta go get back with him on that. See if he figured that out. Anyway, and um, as yeah, and when it comes to Lauren, I thought I knew her name. You know, she's fought two other times uh in the UFC. She fought again the uh. Poyer, uh, the po- Dustin Poirier Gacy, uh, Gacy card, as well as the Blades Nagano two card. Okay. Um, she won one and lost one. So. So we should. Be so we'll see what she has. Her. She has to do. She lost her last one. She lost by an armbar, and then her first one, she won by a unanimous decision. So. Right. Well, say, well, say. So moving on, we have uh, Montel Jackson versus Andre Sukahatham. I'm just going to pronounce it bad because, you know, hopefully he doesn't catch Sukum- up with me. Because, <laughs> you know, he'll, he, uh, I feel like one of these days, man, I'm going to go to an event. Someone's going to be like, oh, you're that fucker that pronounced my name wrong on Franken culture and be like, right. nope, nope, nope. That was, uh, that was Anthony. That was, uh, that was definitely Anthony. Oh, Lee dude, Wagner. straight up. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. If I fuck someone's name up and I'm at an event, someone's like, oh, hey, you're that bro that said my name wrong. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, I am. Congratulations. You know that I can't fucking say your name right. Now, where do we go from here? Can you <laughs> teach me how to say it right so I don't embarrass myself in the future? 
other than that, I don't know where we're going. You can be as pissy as you want. I still don't know how to say it right. That's how I look at it. So let's look over. <laughs> you to getting Andre, angry right? about me fucking your name up? So, so the, the reason why I bring up, we were talking about this fight too, right? Other than the fact this next fight up, Andre, um, his last fight was against J- Jonathan Martinez. He did win by decision. This was against Vulcan, Vulcan versus Smith fight, uh, back in October 2018. Prior to that, he had the Sean O'Malley fight. Do you remember that fight? Yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah, because he lost, didn't he? He did. Where Sean O'Malley had a, he broke his foot. He broke his foot so bad that he couldn't stand on it. Yeah. He kept trying to take the fight. Yeah, and it was surprising how he freaking finished the shit. Yeah. I fucking love you, Joe. Oh. (laughs) That's all I can think about. Oh, sugar. That fight. All right, so we're moving up. Curtis Millinder will be, uh, is he back in action? Or is this just like, it's just everybody. Nope, yep, back in action. Curtis Millinder will be back in action. Um, He'll be fighting against, uh, uh, Bella Muhammad, uh, I know. I'm sorry, guys. But uh, Curtis Millinder, he actually just had a loss. We covered him in the last podcast, actually. Uh, he actually had his loss against um, Dos Santos uh, by a rear naked choke um, at the Lewis fight. Um, so it, it was interesting to see. Uh, but Curtis Millinder will be back in the octagon, so at least he's good to get back. Uh, Muhammad is coming off of um a loss as well from jeff neal uh back in january of 2019 so he was a part of the Sahudo yeah. fight, and that's his first loss in a minute because he's been on a on a little bit of a a, a streak right there yep they've so, and they've all been decision too like so. hey have you ever, have you ever been on have you ever played pokemon like do you play pokemon games like the just like, like Pokemon Go or yeah. Pokemon the 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 just the games yeah. like uh, on uh, Nintendo and all that. Yeah, like on Nintendo. So yeah. you know how you catch like a rare Pokemon and it pops up like oh a rare something has shown up. Because let's be honest, yeah. a rare Anthony has now appeared on our show, which we want to bring in Anthony Lou Luhan. How's it going, sir? He's still trying to figure out his stuff. But we'll let him. We'll let him figure it out, and he'll come back on and jump on. So it's definitely cool to see Anthony is with us right now. But um, apparently he's having technical difficulties. So we're just gonna keep moving on the card. Um. So we got to move up, right? So yep. Boston, Boston Salem versus Kali Taha is gonna be um, the first card, first fight on the preliminary card. I, I'm just gonna be honest. I can't wait. I can't wait until this fight comes on. Uh, Boston, actually, when I saw him on uh, up for uh, for the for the photos, um, he, I mean, obviously, most of the guys in the UFC are gonna be cut up. Uh, he looked like he was ready to go, man. I was definitely excited to see him. So, right. I think I'm gonna pull for Boston in this fight. I know we're not doing predictions, but that's definitely, I think, the way I'm gonna kind of lean. So, yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the last. Let me look at this. What's the last fight with? Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No. Oh my god. He's it spoke. Son Anthony, of a bitch. Anthony's Anthony is here. Anthony Lou Luhan, after having technical technical difficulties. How are you doing, sir? My people, my lovelies, I am back. I am back. <laughs> Hi, gentlemen and ladies. How are you guys doing today? Hey, it's good to see that pretty you're good, back. Pretty good, pretty good. 
after your uh, after your cold that we've said that you've had for like the last six weeks. <laughs> you know, it, it's been it's been accumulation of cold, not seeing my family because it snowed, and you got to go see my family. So much is going on right now. I have two regrets. I have one on the way, and my girlfriend is thirteen weeks along. So it's been fun. But needless to say, excuses, excuses. <laughs> so hold on. Before we start divulging and getting at each other some more. Um, yeah, so Boston Solomon versus Khalid Taha. Um, I, like I said, I'm taking Boston. Uh, he just looked like he was ready for this fight. Yeah. Um, moving up, though, we have Max Critton versus uh, Zelim uh, Imadov. This is kind of an interesting fight for me because uh, Max is coming off of a two, loss, uh, two losses. He did win against Mike Perry, which was massive. But then he lost to Curtis Millender, yeah. and he lost to Thiago Alves uh, right after that. But it was a split decision, so it could be controversial. Uh, but I think in this fight, though, right. uh, as much as I want to pull for Max, I think I'm going to pull for Z- uh, Zalim just because he's coming on. He's kind of an unknown, and we're not really sure what Ma- well, yeah. Max's head is for this fight. Well, he's also undefeated. He's 8-0 right now. Yeah. So Amadeus coming in at, at, at undefeated, so... I mean, if you're going to come in and make a name for yourself off somebody, shit, do it on your debut. Yeah. That's one way to do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, our next fight up, man, is going to be a flyweight. So we got Wilson uh, Wilson Race versus Alexander uh, Pantoa. Uh, and Alexandre has always been kind of like a fighter that is interesting because he has a lot of potential, but he i don't know sometimes i don't feel like he showcases what he can do um he is coming off of a big win yeah but if you're going right but if you're going straight up on which one's probably going to like take it he's been winning more so lately than uh, than wilson has well yeah like he's actually important he's a big win against uh oka Mm -hmm. sakasaki uh rear naked choke back uh back in november um, he did have the loss to Dustin Ortiz and UFC 220, but you're right. Since then, he's kind of been a dominant. He's been a dominant player. Yeah, because um, so- I mean, let's look at let's look at his last fight. Was it he win, win, loss, win, win? And then you go over to right. It's win, loss, 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 win. So I mean, you know, you go. It's possible that that the cannibal could could lose because Wilson wants to prove that hey I'm not on a losing streak that last win wasn't a fluke because sometimes that's all it takes yeah well the funny thing sometimes it takes losing a couple times in a row to be like "Mm -mm, nope I'm done I'm done doing this yeah but the thing is is that if you look at the Wilson's last three opponents that he lost to Demetrius Johnson Henry Cejudo and John Moriga those are all like dominant wrestlers like yeah getting fed into the wrestling world so yeah me, it's I not think, like he lost against like nobody's yeah it's so not like it's not like he yeah anybody who comes in from like a striking background i feel like has a pretty good chance uh wilson has a pretty good chance that's why i don't want to write him off just yet because i feel like this oh yeah no, yeah well it's, it's interesting too because both him and pantoa both have a win over Olka. Yeah. So, you know, that's usually I like to see if one's been able to win over another one, and they both won. Oh no! Oh no! I take that back. 
Wilson won by decision. And yeah, uh, I saw that. That Pantoja uh, really won by the. Yeah, dude didn't win by a decision. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Because if you're going, if your losses are against Cejudo, Johnson, Moraga, you know, it's not like you're team. losing against nobody named McGee. So what's up with you, Anthony? You up and running now? I'm good to go. Let's run. Let's run this. Okay. Well, I mean, we've been running it. We just wanted to know if you wanted to join in this conversation because you've been kind of quiet. Um. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Let's fun. Let's have some fun here. Uh. Let's talk. Let's talk about. Uh. We're talking about Wilson Reese, right? Yep. Rice. Sorry. Yeah. Like, like, like Julie said. Like, look who he's lost to. Right. He's he's lost to the John Moragas, the Henry Casadas, the DJs, and he's really running through everybody else. Like decision, there's a few decisions. There's lots of lots of submissions in, on his record. You and he has over thirty fights. Like you just you cannot go against a guy that has that much experience. Granite, granite that um that his opponent uh, Alexandre. I mean, he has 23, which is still a lot, but it's well over 30 for um, for Mr. Wilson. So why, why not? Why 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 go against it? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, he's just you know, Wilson is super smooth with everything that he has. We said that you know it's kind of been established that he has trouble with wrestlers, which you yeah. know maybe something to his team that that you know they're not they're not helping him with with the wrestler aspect of it. But no, and the one thing about Alexander uh, is that he's not a wrestling type. He doesn't have a wrestling background. He's more of a he's more of in the striking wor- striking world. Um, he is ranked number six. Let's not take that away from him in the flyweight division. Uh, no, but I definitely think that I think Wilson he's gonna have his hands full. But I think he's gonna be ready, and he's yeah. probably gonna win. I, he's gonna win this fight. Like I just gotta give it to him. Yeah, that's why I'm. I'm. It's. I'm gonna. I'm just excited to see where it is because. I. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Right. Penteo has been on a little bit of a streak lately, so who knows? He might be able to figure it out. That's the. That's that's the fun shit about fighting. It just takes one shot. Yeah, there's no definitely doubt. ask Michael Johnson. Whew. Yeah, you missed that yes. on the last episode. Oh, yeah, Michael Johnson. Oh man. The fist. <laughs> uh, all right. So Jalen Turner versus Matt Frivola. Uh, this is kind of a big, big fight, right? Uh, Matt Frivola definitely uh coming out of uh Huntington, New York. Uh, let's get into you know he also uh he recently just had a draw against uh Venata. Uh, majority draw yeah. that at UFC two thirty. Um, prior to that he lost to Polo Reyes by knockout. Uh, but other than that, man, you know, I kind of expect big things from him, but I'm going to be personal. I'm, I'm going to take this personal. I'm going to go with, uh, go with Jalen in this fight. He just, Jalen Turner. Oh yeah. He's a nightmare. <laughs> yep. His last fight, um, on that, uh, on Sonya Silva card, he got, he won by that. He won on knockout. Was it like the first round? Like, I don't remember what the time was, but. Yeah, no, I think like, it's just after four minutes when he got that KO. Yeah, it was something else. So, 
I mean, and then like before that, he lost. He what? His loss before that was on the um. He was on that McGregor Khabib card, and I know he lost on that. I can't remember who the who we fought. Hold on, I have the internet in front of me. Yeah, Vincent Luque. Uh yeah, Vicente Luque. So yeah, I mean, and it was round one because sometimes it just takes getting flipped that one time. So I don't know. I agree with you. I think I think the tarantula's gonna take it. I think he's gonna take it. I'm going. I'm going the other way. I'm gonna go with Matt uh, Frevola right here. I mean, he got that. He did get that. Uh, that with uh, Venata, and then uh, yeah, he he got KO'd by uh, Marco uh, Reyes. But when if you can if you can go three rounds toe to toe with Lando Venata, who we've seen knock out people and tap out people, I mean that's a big that's a big check for him. And I don't think that uh, I don't think that uh, Jalen's gonna be ready, especially for his rest for for his wrestling. I think that's gonna be a uh, he's gonna take him down. That's a good call. I actually do like that. I I think Matt's Matt's experience to go with Venata and just get a majority draw that definitely says huge about him. But the problem is though is I wonder where his head's at, having a loss, having a draw, and then hoping to get the win against Jalen. So I think for me, I mean. He doesn't. I don't know if he's resilient enough. I guess I'll have to see more from him before I can fully say, yeah, I'm gonna stand with that dude. So, till that time, man. I mean, Matt, with all due respect, we need we need you to have this big win, so that way, and convincing win. Yeah. That. Because you did. Yeah. Win. If this makes sense, the way I look at Jalen, I feel like he has enough in his wheelhouse to be able to stop a wrestler. He's better at striking, in my opinion. But I feel like he does have enough in his wheelhouse to possibly stuff some shit. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see, because that's the big thing too. Is your coach is getting in your corner, and making sure you're learning some shit. So who knows? So this is um, this is the fight that this is now. We're moving on to the main event, and let's be honest, Anthony. Just be honest with us, man. Are you excited about this main card? Echo, echo, echo. <coughs> Anthony, I did not hear a thing you guys said on that. You cut out hard on that. I said uh, coming up with this fight card in uh, today. Well, not today. In two weeks, UFC 236. How excited are you for UFC 236? How excited am I? How how excited am I that uh, that we have two title fights? We have Eric Anders versus Khalil Roundtree. We got OSP on this card. How excited! I'm on a scale of one to ten. I, it's close to, it's close to an eleven. I'm, I'm super stoked. I'm away and dust the port and fight it out again. Both those guys are just brawlers. So I don't know. And you got Israel Alexandre, who is fighting Kevin Gaslam. Who Kevin Gaslam has that knockout power, but Israel's got that showman, that Anderson Silva in his prime. You know, it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> oh yep. So let's jump into it then. Let's talk about this first fight: OSP Ovian Saint Pierre versus Nikita Krylov. This is a uh, I I gotta be honest, man. Nikita's Nikita's such a uh, a massive person, right? Obviously, he lost uh, Black of Witch. I, I say obviously, like I'm uh, I'm sorry, guys. He lost to <laughs> to uh, John Blackovich, uh back in September of 2018. He is coming back off the fight. Hopefully, his head's on right. 
getting ready to um, to to win. He does rattle off some big wins when um after he does take a loss. So this one was by uh, submission arm trying to choke to Jan. But now that he's coming back into the octagon, he's going against a very dangerous OSP who has been known to put people in Anthony's favorite chokehold. Anthony, what's that chokehold called again? Armbar, the Von Fluke. Which one are we talking about? Yeah, we're talking about the Von Fluke. That's the one. Von Fluke. The Von Fluke. <laughs> Where, you know, that's that's it's such an amazing like submission that gets that gets put on. Um but the one thing about OSP is though he has been off and on. Obviously he lost uh, uh Latifi and then he beat Tyson Pedro, then he lost uh Dominic Reyes. Um so I'm kind of expecting him to get a win back um uh, in this next fight coming up. OSP is a dangerous, dangerous fighter. Always has been. And it's it could be a lot of fun to watch him do his thing. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I mean, that, that Dominic Reyes is not somebody that you want to mess with. And OSP, yeah, he lost by majority 30-27. <laughs> but it's not like those rounds were 30-26. Like, he was in those in the fight the whole time. No, you're right. No, you're definitely right about that. Um, yeah, man, it's I don't know, man. This first fight with especially with being a light heavyweight, um, there's I hope it sets the tone for the whole fight card. And I don't want it to go to decision. I want it just quick flash and something that's just gonna we're just gonna be like, oh my god, what the fuck just happened? Because that's the kind of fight that we need right. from OSP, especially from OSP, because he he has yeah. great submissions. He's got great knockouts. It's just something that's got to be fire right off the bat. Moving on. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. He needs to have something explosive on this one. Moving up. Yes. Thank you, Julie. Alan Joban versus Dwight Grant. Now we have to get into this because Alan. Who are you picking? No, I'm not picking nobody. We're not talking about predictions in this fight. Stop it. We are covering fights. That's what we're doing. We're previewing fights. I'm taking OSP, by the way. But that's not what I'm saying. Getting hat. <laughs> Julie just Julie dropped her phone. So Alan. Yeah, I knocked a whole bunch. I knocked a whole bunch of shit on my desk over right then. She's mad because I picked OSP. So Alan, <laughs> Alan had a big win against Ben Saunders. He is coming back uh, to fight against uh, Dwight Grant. Um, I kind of expect the same thing to happen, man. Alan looks like he found his uh, weight. His um his groove, and I kind of expect to see him come back through and do the same thing again. So, uh, how do you guys feel about that fight coming up? The, uh, Alan, um, let me pull this up real quick. If he, if he, it's just because, like, like you, like you said, he got a win against Ben Saunders, but Ben Saunders is that guy that, that you, you, you could, you're probably going to beat him, but he might surprise you. Yeah. I agree. And that's what really Ben Saunders is. But other than that, he lost to Gunnar Nelson and Nico Price. He got TKO'd by Nico Price and he got submitted by a guillotine by Gunnar Nelson. Yeah, he got the he beat he gave Mike Perry his first loss. And uh he had a couple good wins, but you know, Mike Perry's not who we thought Mike Platinum Mike Perry was. Like it we thought Mike Perry was gonna knock out people all the way to going to the title, but he got stopped by him, then he got stopped by Do- Donald, and 
Mike Perry is not Mike Perry who we thought it was going to be. No, but shout out to Nico Price. You did mention that name. We talked about him in the last episode. Um, just a yep. phenomenal talent, man. I just want to give big props again yep. to, to Nico. Um, yeah, so Allen, I think, you know, you're right. Allen definitely, he's got his work cut out for him, of course. Anybody that you're in the UFC with, you got big cut out, work to cut off with. Uh, but we're going to move up. Light heavyweight, because you guys are all excited about this fight. Eric Anders versus Khalil yep. Roundtree Jr., Let's get it. Julie, break the fight down for us, if you will. Mm, let me pull up my stuff because I closed out my internet stuff on my my notes. Well, let's get so, into- I'm actually a big fan of Eric Anders. I don't know what it is about him. I just, he hasn't, like, let me put this out there right now. He has not been on a winning streak. He hasn't been doing that great lately. It's just something about him when he's in the octagon, it's it's that like um, bulldogness of him, if you will. I want to say, but if we're going on Khalil, um, I think he's probably going to win it out. To be honest, because lately he's been doing pretty good. I mean, yeah, he lost against Johnny Walker um, on that Magni card, but let's see. Uh, he won against Jolly Craig and then Zaki. He didn't. He had a no contest on the on the. Um, Michael, the alphabet name that we always say. <laughs> yeah, um, the Cyborg and Home card is the uh, the one that he had the no contest no contest to. But yeah, like I I like Anders as a fighter. I think I think Roundtree's gonna take it just because of the way he's been fighting and most of the stuff he's been winning has been striking, and a lot of the stuff that like. <laughs> Eric hasn't been finishing the fights the way you need to, if that makes sense. He takes it to decision. Roundtree will finish it. He doesn't always need to take it to the judges. So that's why I think Roundtree might take it on this one. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep, I agree. Because like we talked about, you don't want it to go to the judges. You don't want it to go to the judges. And that's that's the biggest thing. No. So that's that's where I'm at. I mean... I will say, though, when you look at the significant strike accuracy, like, Eric, though, he does, he is better at it, though. Same with, same with his takedown. So, I don't know. He could, he might, because his reach, he doesn't have a reach advantage, and they're the same exact height, 6-1-6. Who knows? He might, if you're, if you're facing a mirror image of your own body, you might know how to how to hit it better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because they're almost like it's what six one two oh five, and the reach is yeah seventy five seventy uh, seventy six. I mean they're fucking cut cutouts of each other. It looks like both fight southpaw. I don't know. I might take that pick. Eric might surprise. Eric might surprise you, but I'm gonna go with Khalil on this hmm. one. <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like the bigger names. What was that? Bigger names, tougher competition with Khalil. Yeah, Yeah, I'm with you. I I just think that uh, like like if you just go through, go even go through who he was fighting, who he was fighting. Yeah, uh, Eric Anders, who he's fighting in like V3 Valor fights, Bellator, LFA. All the way up, but like he wasn't really not, he was knocking out people, but he got to the UFC and it's a whole different ball game. And yeah. he wasn't knocking out people. Um, I, I think that if he stands, well, that's like what I Khalil, said. he's been letting shit go the decision. 
That's what I said, between the two, if one's gonna let it go to the decision. Mm -mm. But you got the point, Anthony. Kill or be killed, man, and that's where that's where Killiel is. It's he's always gonna go on his shield. You know what I mean? I mean, big shout outs. We talked about him in the last episode, Paul Craig, uh, being able to withstand and get a submission victory against Kennedy. But um, you know, Paul Craig, he wasn't able to survive against Khalil Khalil Roundtree. And just you know, looking at things, man, I'm just I'm I have to go with Khalil because basically Johnny Walker's right. a, a Johnny Walker's a rare talent. Let's be honest, man. Like that's the only dude who yeah. separates his shoulder doing the worm. Um, but big ups to <laughs> and, and he's a fancy dresser. Fancy, he's a fancy dresser. Yes. So big big ups to Khalil Roundtree. Uh, I think I have to go with I think I'm gonna go with Khalil on that fight. What about what about you guys? How are you guys feeling about it? Yeah, I had said Khalil. I, I think, like, Eric might surprise, but just it makes more sense for Roundtree. He's got better. He's, he he finished, like I said, he doesn't let he doesn't let his fight always go to the judges, and that's the most important part. Right. Anthony, what about you? Khalil. I, I think Khalil's going to knock him out. So this is probably going to yep. be the fight that's going to that's gonna split us all the way down, right? Kevin Gaston versus Israel oh, Adesanya. Can we, can we go back? Yeah. Can we go back real quick? Uh, and, it's, and it's nothing against Eric Anders. But I'm going to say that Khalil's going to knock him out. And he's going to get the knockout of the night. I think I think he's going to put him to sleep. Hmm. Uh, I think, no offense, I think it's a little bit of a stretch on that one. I like Khalil, but I don't know about knockout of the night. We've got... We've got Holloway, Poirier, and then Gaslam and uh, Adesanya. We should have two two fights after that that could possibly pull that off. I see your I see where your thinking is, but with the rest of that card, if he does, then Khalil pulled out some shit and deserves a pay bonus if he pulls off that one. Straight up, like he's gonna get fifty thousand extra dollars for the knockout of the night oh. because. I think Anders is gonna get go to sleep. Right. Well, like we said, he hasn't really. He, if he let, he hasn't been like. Uh, when he wins, it's been by decision. So I mean, why are you gonna let? Why are you gonna let anybody decide your fight for you? It means you're not you're not wanting to end it yourself. Right. So it doesn't. It's I don't just know. That, it's not even just that. I remember the first time me and Clip covered Khalil Roundtree after his fight. The dude was sleeping four minutes after. Right after he got hit, like like Khalil's got that power day. If it's gonna connect, you're gonna sleep, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have a bad nightmare when you wake up. Right, people going night night. Go night night, go night night right here. Actually, and go that night, fight, night. that fight too that we covered that we were talking about uh, was Daniel Jolly uh, back when Bermudez and the Korean zombie uh, was it Bermudez and the Korean zombie it was like back in 2017. It was a that was a scary knockout. I do remember that because we were both like, "Ooh, God bless!" All right, we're gonna move up. Co-main event, and probably gonna be the one that decides both of us, uh, decides all three of us. Kevin Kelvin Gaslam versus Israel Adesanya, the last of the greats. I have to be honest, man. I love watching Israel fight. The last style bender is definitely one of those dudes that um. He just, I think he has an all, he has a great, great moves. Um, so let's yep. let's break this down. Kevin Kelvin Gaslam has got scary knockout power. Let's be honest, but he's also got great takedown abilities, right? We've seen him utilize the takedown game so much in all aspects 
the one thing about Israel is though is that he's got fast, fast feet, and the one thing that he's been able to kind of nullify is people's wrestling abilities. We've seen guys try yeah. to go and shoot takedowns, not been able to grab him. But Kevin, Kelvin, let's be honest, is at a different level than what most of the wrestlers are at. So with that being said, I'm still taking Israel in this fight. God, he, I just feel like he's just a rare phenomenon talent. We kind of mentioned him. He is Anderson Silva before, like, well, he is Anderson Silva in his prime. Let's be honest. Right. How do you feel about Anthony? Well, I mean, if you just look at the stats, he has advantage. You know, I mean, he has height advantage. He has reach advantage. Uh, even just on stats, his significant strikes are better. I mean... I know that's, you know, everyone's like, oh, everybody, you know, wants these, you know, the strikers, once they get on the ground. But the thing is, is that we've watched him stuff that shit. Mm-hmm. And I think also the fact that he's, he oh. isn't, I don't know, the way that, the way that Adesanya switches it up, it almost, you can see people start thinking harder than they thought they were going to, to try to make up for what he's doing in the octagon. And that's where he catches them, it seems like, is is because he's moving and figuring, oh, I'm going to do it this way. Obama, oh, never mind, I'm going to... That almost fucks with them enough to make them overthink what they're doing. And I think that's why Adesanya might take it. Because don't get me wrong, I like Calvin, but I think that he sometimes he overthinks and and and, and I I wonder if that's where, where Adesanya's going to get him at, is the overthinking by, by moving around a lot. Yeah, what you got, Anthony? Oh, you guys have Israel, and this is going to be a split because I'm calling Kevin as and new. And here's the reason why. Yes, Israel Alexander is a showman, and I enjoyed watching his last few fights, but he's fought a worn-down old Anderson Silva. And Anderson Silva is my favorite fighter of all time. And then he got he beat Derek Brunson, and who was Derek Brunson? Who was Derek Brunson beat lately? And then he did, before that, you got Brad Tavares and Brad Tavares is Brad Tavares. Yeah, I mean, he really hasn't like gotten like pushed, like push pushed, if you know what I mean. So we're sitting here and we're giving a, a, a guy that beat Anderson Silva a title fight, and I just. I just think Kevin's just going to be too much. I don't know if he, I, I just don't think that Israel is ready to be the champion yet. I mean, I just I have I find this I find this odd that you said who is Brad Tavares, right? And Brad, Tavares, yeah, just and I and I I don't I don't want to be combative about this on this part, but Brad Tavares, like his losses, it's not like Anderson. It's it's not like. It's not like BJ Penn where we've seen him rattle off seven straight losses for Brad Tavares. Brad's losses have been to Yoel Romero, Tim Boach, Robert Whitaker, and Aaron Simpson, who this was UFC 132, so a long, long time ago. And his wins, Israel, but his and wins are against Yo, but the guys that he's lost to have either been title contenders or future champions. I'm just saying Brad Tavares is that dude. He is a measuring stick to people. So for Israel Adesanya to beat him, I think by decision, if I remember that right. Um, and, I, and I'm not going to try to take anything away from what you're trying to say. I just think that 
if you're gonna write off and say, well, who is Anderson Silva? Like, who's Anderson Silva's old, right? But Anderson Silva, for him being old, was still tagging Israel Adesanya at a high rate at that. So I don't want to like. I think an old Anderson Silva is still a a deadlier striker than what um than what uh Kelvin Gaslam is, and I'm that's why I kind of like. Oh, Michael that. What's that? Michael Bisbing that who beat Anderson Silva and then got knocked out by Kelvin. Yo, he what? Well, no, first of all, let's okay. We want we want to talk about that fight. Let's talk about where that fight was. That fight that happened with Bisbing and um and Michael Bisbing, Michael Bisbing and Anderson Silva. Okay, that fight was in London. Okay, and the fourth round, Michael Bisbing went to sleep in the cage by Anderson Silva, and because the time expired. At zero, uh, he got caught, went out, hit the cage, dropped, and they ended the fight. Anderson Silva jumped the cage because he thought he won. The ref was like, "No, no, no! There's no, t- there's no time. We, it's it's the final round, fifth round coming up." Sorry, I just I don't want to. I just want to do some stupid accent anyway. But then they had another fight. They had another round in that fight. Anderson Silva knocked out Michael Bisping, and they gave the fight. To fucking Bisping because he was in London. It wasn't because he beat Anderson Silva. It was because the fight was in London. And if you don't believe, look what happened when Hendo went in there and dropped, dropped Bisping twice in the fight in London. The ref didn't give it to him because the ref was a was a countryman and was like, nope, we're not gonna let the, we're not gonna let some American come in here and win this fight. They're definitely not gonna let some Brazilian come in here and win that fight. So of course they were gonna give that fight to to Bisping, and that's what they did. So for me, I'm gonna be honest. Anderson Silva still top tier dude, and even though Bisping went to sleep with Kevin Gaslam in China at a different time zone, hey Silva was still going ham with Israel Adesanya. So when Adesanya makes somebody go to sleep, like Kelvin Gaslam, it will be knockout of the night. Just gonna put it out there. <laughs> no, okay, I, I, I get, I, and I where where we're at right now is totally off the subject. What what's happening right now? And if if, if you're new to this podcast, here here's one for you. Brad Tavares is a Hawaiian fighter. Cliff lived in Hawaii. Cliff is he he bleeds Hawaiian blood. Cliff loves his his Hawaiian fighters, and he'll back them one hundred percent, and he'll get combative with that. So. Going back to this, <laughs> I'm just not sure Adesandra is is ready to be champion yet. Yeah, I think I think you can make a fair point in saying that. But like I said, your boy Kevin Gaslam was gassed up, walking around with the title. I showed up to I showed up to the fight. Robert Whitaker did he? Even though he's having an emergency surgery right now, while I'm sitting there talking shit, I'm gonna carry around my friend's title and say I've got the belt. Fuck him. All right, Israel going win that it, fight. It, it, it just sets that. It's it, it's just it's destiny for Robert Whitaker and Kevin to fight for the title. I just think it's destiny. So when Robert Whitaker gets back, he can kick his ass and take the title back. You can- I legitimately think that it's Robert Whitaker's division still. Whatever. Wakanda forever. Israel going to win that fight. Team Nigeria about to do it real big. Two titles for Team Nigeria. That's all I care about right now. (laughs) 
sleep. Usman, get outside. your man out of here. <laughs> Usman Israel about to hold it down. Team Nigeria, <laughs> Team Nightmare Nigeria, Nigeria Nightmare about to. Oh my it. god! <laughs> Next fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you have no idea. You have no idea, Julie. This is about to get real heated. So the next fight card that we have. Oh, I know, fight. and that's why I figured let's just get to it. <laughs> let's get to it. Max Holloway versus Dustin Poirier. Let's just let Anthony go. Go, Anthony, go ahead, Anthony. Let's, let's go. Here it is again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Another Hawaiian fighter, Chris, about to go ham for. Dustin is on a real good streak right now. I think he's going to push him. I just, I just don't know if he's gonna beat Max. Max is so good, hmm. and Max is striking. I mean, just look, look what he did at his last fight. Um, yeah, who did Max fight last? This last one. No, Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega. I mean, I mean, T City. Um, I just, it, I don't. Need, it's, it's, it's gonna be. I just, I just hope they give us five great rounds of yeah, awesomeness. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I I think Dustin's gonna put in work, but I think Max is gonna do what he does best, and he's gonna go and walk over to the commentator, the commentating team, and go. Oh, by the way, he sleeps next round like he did with T, uh, with with Brian Ortega, and then ends up na- napping Dustin. Don't get me wrong. I like Dustin. I'm not saying that he's a bitch or anything like that. But there's been something about Max lately where he's like. He's just a little terror. And, I mean, if someone's going to stop him, maybe Dustin does it because I think that he's he's a good fighter too. But there's something about Holloway lately that he's just like, he's he's turning in that mystic, that like mystic Mac shit that was happening. He's like, I oh, know, I'm winning this, no problem. And then he does it, and he does it beautifully. So I'm going to start this off with a number seven, okay? Everybody's like, seven, what's that mean? Seven years ago, it's Conor McGregor. Conor Okay. Seven years ago, Dustin Poirier fought Max Holloway and tapped him out to a, a mounted triangle armbar. Um, it was UFC 143. This was February 4th of 2012. It was the first round with three minutes and 23 seconds in a featherweight division. But what we have seen is Max go from featherweight all the way up to you know, obviously he's going up to lightweight, just like Dustin did. And since then, we have seen name after name after name after name fall to Max Holloway. Now, Connor has retired, quote unquote, retired. Um, so we won't. I don't know if we'll see that get to see that rematch um, happen. But since then, let's be honest, man. Like it's a whole level of oh my god. That we've been watching with Max Holloway. Yes, it's true. He's a Hawaiian fighter. Yes, it's true. I'm going to fight to death for Max Holloway. Because that's what I do. But you have to be honest with yourself. Max Holloway is on a level of, oh my freaking God. That most people are not on. And Dustin, I don't think Dustin is on that level. Any, I don't think he's on his level. And so, I have to say, for me myself. I'm going to go ahead and go with Max Holloway. As always, my just just because of that this this what you just said, all that that Hawaiian punch that just came out of your mouth. I just <laughs> Hawaiian punch made. 
I, I, I get it. And and let's let's just let's just really look at this. Let's look. Let's dig into these opponents that 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 we were talking about with Max and with Dustin. Yes, Max is dominated. I mean, he dominated Brian Ortega. He dominated Jose Aldo. He dominated Anthony Pettis. So, but beat Anthony Pettis. And then you got Jeremy Heaven Stevens, Charles Olivia, uh, Ricardo Lamas, Cub Swanson. Yes, I'm not gonna give. I'm not gonna take that away from who he's beat. But Dustin Poirier, Poirier also hasn't not just not fought the best. He fought a Justin Gaethje who was who just came off a loss to Eddie Alvarez. Who, by the way, Eddie Alvarez that was a no contest with that illegal illegal knee was being hurt by. Uh, Dustin Poirier, and Dustin Poirier came back and beat him. He TKO'd him. I mean, the only real big loss he's had in four years, almost five years, is is Michael Johnson. I mean, really. And the menace back, back the menace back three years ago, two and a half years ago, was of the baller, the brawler. He was crazy. And, of course, the other loss that he had in, in a sense in the past five years was against Conor McGregor. I mean, you can say that Max has dominated everybody throughout, which Jose Jose Waldo, which is still considered one of the greatest, he did, he did, he did dominate that fight. But we're still sitting here, like, making it look like Dustin hasn't, has, has fought chumps. And it, it's not it's not like that. Well, caveat, I never said that those words never came out of my mouth that Dustin fought chumps because Jim Miller, Anthony Pettis. Yeah, Justin I'm Gaethje, trying to figure out who the hell said that one. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gaethje, Anthony Pettis, Jim Miller. You're right. There's huge names on that list that he has fought. Joseph, Joseph, oh, Joe Duffy. He fought Joe Duffy too. Um, he, So he's got like a great, great rep of names that he has in there in his wheelhouse, especially one with Justin Gaethje. Cause we talked about that fight um, last year. We talked about that fight and how um, incredible that fight was um, prior to us coming back. Um, so yeah, for me, I think, I think what it is though, is that when you compare kind of like compare and contrast, like all the opponents that, that, you know, Max Holloway had to go through. I just, I feel like the names are better on Max Holloway side with tougher competition than they are with Dustin. Like I know and I know it's kind of like crazy to think about that, but Jeremy Stevens, Ricardo Lamas, Anthony Pettis as well, Jose Aldo, Brian Ortega, Charles Oliveira when he was like a big name, Cub Swanson, Cole Miller. I mean, those are just that's a few of the names that we're talking about. I mean, geez Louise, like but Dustin has evolved, but Max, I think, has taken huge jumps from where he was back to their first meeting to where they are now. So that's why, in my book, I think I have to go with Max. I mean, pound for pound, he's still the number one four. He's the number four fighter in the UFC as of was it December twenty eighteen. So I have to go. I have to go with the person I know and the person I enjoy. So stat wise, I'm gonna go with. Max Holloway. I'm with you, and and giving up three inches. Sorry, I'm with you. He's given up three inches of reach, but 
we know how he gets in and gets out. Dustin Poirier likes to get in your face. So it, it, it's just going to be if Max can get in or out, or is Dustin going to pressure him? Yeah, and I feel like I feel like the extra 10 pounds is really going to help Max in this fight because he's going to deliver some heavy, heavy, heavy blows versus where he is at 145. You know, even though he, because let's be real, at 135, he's a nightmare. At 145, he's like, he's a beast. And I'm, the one thing I'm worried about though, at 155, is, is he going to be, is he trading in his speed for power? You know what I mean? Because I think 145 is like a sweet spot. I think 155 might be just a little bit too much for him. But who knows, man? We just watched DC go from 205 to 240 and knock out the champion in the, in the heavyweight division. So, I I at this point I'm like I don't I don't know. <laughs> so I'm still gonna go with Max though. That's yes. what I'm picking. Did switch my my pick, uh, and I just hope that they give us five rounds of of fights and it's not go to the ground and wrestle and stalemate. I hope that that it's the Max what he was doing to everybody else, and I hope it's a Dustin pressuring and. Getting wobbly like he was with Eddie Alvarez to come back and make it and make it make it back and then be right before Eddie got that illegal knee. Um, I just, I just, you know, and it's and I'm only doing this and and, and I because I I firmly love Max Holloway. He's awesome, but I'm doing this out of spite. I'm choosing <laughs> Dustin to win because Cliff chose Max. Thanks. Appreciate it. Julie, you're you're our breaker. <laughs> oh, I'm going with Holloway. I mean, I like listening to the two of you bitch at each other like an old married couple, but <laughs> I think Holloway's gonna take it because of the fact of like don't get me wrong, I think but I think Dustin's gonna give him a good fight. But I think Holloway's gonna edge it out. Yeah. See? He's Sorry, gonna, Anthony. He's not gonna edge it out. He's gonna yeah, knock I, him I, out. Fourth round. I, I, just, I, I just think that 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 Dustin has a better chin, a better a better video uh, than anybody that he's fought. He fought a, he and Max and Max made an Anthony Pettis, uh, who some people out there, and look look what Anthony Pettis did. He researched and he's doing his thing. So I I just think that it's gonna be one of those. You're not gonna knock Dustin out. You might knock the wind out of him. You better use some good kicks and, and to his legs so he's not so fast and he's and he can't have that power. Because like like you said, you're 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 trading in speed for muscle. It, where did they fight at? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess like I heard ever, it's like I just feel like I heard this argument when it came to like everyone's like Oh, Brian Ortega is going to destroy freaking man. And whether it's you two or not, it was other people. People were going on about how, oh, Brian Ortega, this is, we're going to really see how Max Holloway is going to, oh, this is going to be a super bad fight. And, and I mean, yeah, he gave him, he gave it, but then Max did what he did best. So that's why I said, I think like it's possible that Holloway just, just does what he does and goes, okay, this is the round I end it. You know, I mean, that's why it's, I think Dustin's going to push him to a point. But I honestly feel like the way that Holloway's been fighting lately, he just he really wants to stay on top. 
And if that's how you, if that's if if that's how you want to be, you have to establish your your footing. And I just I have a feeling that if he can put his foot down big time on Dustin, he just there's no argument anymore about really that Holloway is just kind of like the man right now. Yeah, because he's every, just keep feeding people at him. If if you keep feeding people at him and he keeps stuffing them and he keeps winning, you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I and I and I feel you. I really do. I, what, what is Max? That's why I'm like, I just I have right a feeling now. that Dustin's gonna put him to the point, but at the last minute, Max gonna win. So, and yes, it's thirteen so in a row. Thirteen in a row. All streaks got an end soon at, at some point, and I just think that that Dustin could be the guy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let's let's that even even that featherweight division one four. I just. I don't know. It's so hard to mm-hmm. know that we see great things come to an end. I mean, look at Jose Aldo. Look what happened to him. Look at look at look at Ren and Burrell with TJ. I mean, all things come to an end, and he's and and, and Max has been knocking out people for thirteen fights. And Max is twenty seven years old versus yeah, yo Jose Aldo, who when he ended his streak got ended. By um, by you know, by Max, he wasn't he wasn't a young man. You know what I mean? He was he was thirty thirty plus years old when he lost that fight. When he lost both fights, so for me, I have to say the the biggest takeaway for this will be can Dustin get the fight to the ground and establish the takedown game, or if he keeps the fight fighting. Can he utilize his range? Because the one thing Max is going to do, he's going to eat punches, but he's going to come at you throwing three or four while you're trying to throw your one. He'll eat your one. You throw your lead jab out there. He's going to eat your jab. He's going to step in. He's going to throw five or six punches. So he's going to land punches and bunches. It's just going to happen. It's just not a, it's, it's not even a question. We just know it's going to happen. And Max is crazy enough to stay in the center of the octagon and say, fight me right here, and he'll throw blows down. So he's always ready to go. I feel like when I watch Max Holloway fight, is that scene with Denzel Washington in Training Day where he's just like, "I got cases on all y'all right here. None of y'all going nowhere." And that's that's how I feel. Max is, and Max is gonna he's going to finish Dustin. I'm just gonna put it out there. He'll get this win back, and he's gonna finish Dustin. It's just it's gonna happen. Oh, here's here's my question. Go ahead. When's the last time? When is the last time the UFC had two belts on and new? Um, geez, man, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it it's been it's been a while. You are correct. I, I I'm looking through and I cannot find it. Sounds Dude, like we're gonna get we're gonna get it's gonna happen at this next PF pay per view. Got to happen, and that's why I'm pulling for Max. Same. Uh-huh. And news are gonna happen in the next. Week. Yep. The next. The next USC card. Both of them are gonna be interim championships, and it's gonna happen. I'm telling you, as of I see it right now, it's got to be Israel, and it's got to be Max. I just strikers for life. <laughs> Matt. All right, but with that being said, guys, that is. Us covering UFC 236. Um, Julie, tell them where they can find you at. 
Uh, Twitter, a little less Chewbacca. Find me on Instagram at a little less Chewbacca. Driven dropping pounds, almost eighty pounds down. Woo. Come bitch at me. Yeah, you guys can also find her on Tinder. Um, Anthony, what about you? Where they can find you? Yeah, my husband <laughs> loves that one. <laughs> Swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, I don't complain about his grinder account, so, you know, it's all good in the hood. <laughs> Maybe he can link up with Anthony. He's on a grinder as well. Yeah. What is this grinder? All right, my, my people. So, in the what? world of Anthony Lund, what's the Lincoln Love going to be this, this time? I mean, I'm always putting out uh, mistaken. Jade, my, fr- my one of my good friends, Jade's band. Um, last time we were out here, I just found out I had a, I was having a baby. We just passed the first trimester, so it's all downhill from now. I don't know, so something like that. She asked me to get her water. I get her water. That, that's how life is now, right now. Um, <laughs> I love it. Other than that, I just my buddy Dwight. Uh, he fights out of Uri Hall's. Uh greatest gym he came down here a few months ago and got a win and then he uh turned around and fought in north platte nebraska at st pat's uh and he got the w i mean he's he's on his track um to to get to the ufc speaking of the ufc and and tracks i mean we got a shout out to, to ghost who is part of our group? Ghost won the title on his last fight. Am I correct? He did. Oh, shout outs to, to Ghost. And there was a uh, a guy that I had to find his the article. Um, uh, just fought. He just fought in the the last UFC event. Um, North Platte, Nebraska. And his name is Ryan McDonald. Uh, my fiance's uh, aunt trained with him at their gym, uh, and he, he he showed up. He showed some love. He he got he lost, but at least he got to the UFC, and that's that's pretty cool. So I got to give shout outs to that. I'm gonna give my Nebraska love right now. Um, you know, after that, you can find me at Instagram at Anthony Lujan 1985 at, and then. You can hit me up on Snapchat, A Luhan nineteen eighty five. What else am I missing? Twitter, Anthony Luhan A Luhan nineteen eighty five. Hit me up, follow me, I follow you. Let's post some weird shit. Yeah, you guys can also find him at farmersonly.com dot at A Luhan nineteen eighty five as well. So he's kind of everywhere. Um, so- Grinder and Christian singles as well. <laughs> Grinder and Christian singles. <laughs> Someone's gonna hit us back for this eventually. Um, all right, guys. Oh, but, yeah, one day, one day. <laughs> as for me, you guys can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter at cm underscore miller eighty five. As Anthony mentioned, we do want to give a big, big ups to Justin Ghost Starks, who currently is now the Gulf Coast MMA lightweight amateur champ, the Island Fights Roy Jones, uh, Roy Jones Junior's uh, promotion. So he's a lightweight amateur champ there as well. And Elite Warrior uh, Challenge. So he's got titles in Mississippi, Virginia, as well as Florida. He is uh, he's dominating the circuit. Um, there is some big news coming up here soon. 
Um, he asked me not to kind of tell anybody, so I'm sorry, guys. Got to keep it kind of low key, keep secret. Um, but with that being said, though, you guys find us, listen to us, let us know what you think of the show. Um, give us comments. You know, Wait. send us send us messages. You know, we're we're always and you can find Cliff. Be- you can find Cliff at whoianonly.com. Yes, facts, hundred percent facts. <laughs> um, with that being said, though, guys, uh, Anthony, Julie, go ahead and tell them goodbye. Bye, everybody. Me too. All right. And as always, good fight and good night.